0: Good morning. Praise the Lord. Welcome to Christ Center Church, where Christ is our central focus. We're so excited that you decided to join us for our worship service here this morning. We pray that you will have an amazing and unforgettable experience with us today. We know that you were already greeted by one of our greeters before entering our sanctuary, and we know that you were greeted with a smile by one of our ushers before you took your seat. But if you so happen to have any questions about our service today or any information about our church, feel free to see one of our ushers or come back out to our foyer area with our greeters and we'll give you the information that you're looking for. Any questions that you have, we'll be able to answer that. We're here to serve you and we pray that you will have a great experience with us today.
1: My name is Nicola Wyatt, and I am here to give you this month's announcements. Just as a reminder, Monday through Friday from 5 a.m. to 6 a.m., we have Morning Connection Prayer. Whether you choose to pray for 15 minutes, 30 minutes, or even the entire 60 minutes, you can do so. We welcome you. If you would like more information on that, please see one of our ushers or one of our greeters, we'll be able to give you all the information that you need. We also have Wednesday afternoon prayer from 12.30 p.m. to 1.30 p.m. right here at 4 Tennis Court. Join us here for our afternoon prayer. We have our weekly discipleship series. This will be on Tuesdays at 7.30 p.m. taught by one of our amazing ministers. If you want to dive a little deeper into the Word of God, this will be the place for you. If you have questions that you want to ask, perhaps you don't want to ask it while the preaching is going, this is the place for you. Please ask one of our ushers or the greeters for the Zoom link. We have Sunday school at 9 a.m. every Sunday. Between the ages of 2 and up, we have a class for you. Join us. Can you believe 2023 is already coming to a close? This year, our New Year's Eve is on a Sunday. We'll have our regular Sunday morning worship service starting at 10.30 a.m. Then we'll be back here again at 10 p.m. for our New Year's Eve service. Let's bring in the new year together. And following the service, we'll have a midnight breakfast and fellowship. Join us. To kick off the new year, we're having our second annual Overcoming Mental Health Workshop. On Friday, January 5th at 7.30 p.m. and Saturday, January 6th at 10 a.m. Join us as we aim to have important conversation as it relates to mental health. This is an important topic that most times gets overlooked. Bring your notepads and questions. Together, we will overcome. On January 11th through the 13th, 2024, Thursday through Saturday, our North Central Jersey District Youth Department will be hosting their second annual Winter Youth Conference. This year's conference is entitled Limitless. This will take place at Pastor Bueso's Church in Newark, New Jersey. If you have any questions regarding registration, service times, and more, please see Brother or Sister Hasker or any one of our youth leaders. These are announcements to stay connected with us, follow us on our social media platforms, Facebook or Instagram. Have a blessed day.
2: Praise the Lord, everybody.
3: Praise
2: the Lord. Are you guys ready to pray? okay i just want to welcome you back to church today on uh christmas sunday just want to thank god for allowing us to make it to see another day we want to uh welcome the online congregation this morning and we're all going to stand and pray thank god for all his blessings that he bestowed upon us this year his protection his grace, his mercy, and just for allowing us to be here to give him thanks. Amen. Anybody have any prayer requests this morning? (laughs) Okay, all right, we all going to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we bless you, we lift you up, we magnify your name, almighty God. We thank you, Lord God, for your grace, your mercy. Your love, almighty God. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for keeping us. For, Lord God, protecting us, almighty God. For keeping us in your will, almighty God. We thank you, Lord Jesus. For waking us up this morning in our right minds, Almighty God. For waking us up, O God, with a desire, Almighty God, a continuous burning in our heart, O God, to serve you. Thank you, Lord God, for allowing us to come together one more time, Lord God. To receive, O God, what you have in store for us, Lord. Father, forgive us, O God, of every sin, Lord Jesus. That, O God, we've committed, O God, against your word, against you, God, knowingly and unknowingly, Almighty God. Wash and purge and cleanse me, God, of everything in me that is unrighteous. Everything in me, God, that is unholy, almighty God. Father, I give it to you right now, almighty God. Take it away, almighty God. That, almighty God, I will be a vessel, almighty God, unto you, holy, righteous, and acceptable unto you, Father. Father, I pray, oh God, and I put every individual's prayer request in Your hand right now, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, for You are able, O God, to do exceedingly abundantly and above all we can ask or think, O mighty God. Father, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that You will strengthen us in this hour, Oh God. As we come to an end, O oh God, of this year, Lord God, Father, prepare our hearts and our minds, O mighty God, for what You have in store for us, oh God, for 2024, God, for Lord God. You alone know, Almighty God, what Lord Jesus is going to take place in 2024, Lord. Father, I pray you will prepare us, Almighty God, that, oh God, we will be ready, Almighty God, to do what you call us to do, Lord. Have your way, Almighty God, in the service this morning, Lord. Oh, my God, it might be a few of us this morning, Lord. But, oh God, I pray that you will move, Almighty God, in a mighty way like never before, Lord, that we will not leave this place, Lord, the same. Way we came in, Lord, anoint the man of God and use him, Lord. That, oh God, he will minister your word, Almighty God. That, oh God, your spirit will lead him and guide him, Lord. Anoint him, Lord, from the crown of his head, Lord God, unto the sole of his feet. That your word will come forth and pierce the hearts, oh God, of your people, oh God. Oh mighty God, I pray, Lord, you will take full control of every aspect, oh God, of this service. Anoint us as we minister through songs, Almighty. God. Lord take full control right now of every heart of every mind Lord that oh God we will be attentive to your word. We will have an obedient spirit this morning Lord. We will not only be hearers of your word this morning but oh God we will be doers oh God. We will apply your word oh God to our lives Lord. That oh God will be drawn closer to you God oh God for we are living in the last days God. Oh God and you said in your word Lord, that when we see these things that are happening, oh God, we should draw closer to you, God. Almighty oh, God, draw us closer. Draw us closer to you, Lord God, and remove every distraction, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Almighty oh, God, that we will be, oh God, attentive to you. We will look up to you. We will stay focused, oh God, on you, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Anoint us right now, Lord, and use us for your glory.
3: die
4: Back in 2017, my wife Shelley and I, along with our boys, Mason and Landry, moved to the town of Little Elm to start a church. Uh, we recognized there was not a whole lot of churches in this area. In fact, in the entire town of Little Elm, there was approximately nine churches of every flavor. Uh, and so it was a very under churched area, uh, and there's not a United Pentecostal church in Little Elm. And so we started praying in 2017, and we felt like God was calling our family to start a church. All I can tell you is that we came to Little Elm. We were actually going to Frisco for a weekend, and we drove through the town of Little Elm and felt this just immediate burden. For this community, and I'll never forget, we went home and we're sitting on the couch and we're looking up uh, statistics about the city of Little Elm, and my wife and I began to just weep, and uh, we were crying and, and began to pray over this town that somehow had captured our hearts just in a drive-by situation. So in 2017, we went to the North American Mission's launch training. We were part of the very first class to go to launch, and Shelly and I went to that training with this this burden, this vision to plant a church, and that was really all that we had. And we, we went to launch with more questions than answers. And some of our biggest questions were, you know, can we can we do this? Can we plant a church? What does that look like? Um, how how can we see this happen? We just know what God's putting in our hearts. But how do we take this, this burden that God has implanted in our hearts and turn this into a life-giving, spirit-filled church for this community that we we're falling in love with? And so our family picked up and we moved to the town of Little Elm. Uh, in the summer of 2017, in time for Mason to start kindergarten uh, in, in 2017. We started having monthly preview services. Our very first preview service was in November of 2017, and we were ecstatic. We were nervous. We were anxious, uh, and we, we had a preview service, and there were 15 people that walked in. Um, we knew for sure there were going to be four young bloods there, and so to get to 15, we were just pumped.
5: At that time, they were six and four, I believe. And we were so happy, pumped, going out through all the highlights, and the boys looked a little sad, and we asked them what was wrong, and they told us that there was no kids there. And that was the first moment that we realized that there had been no kids at the service. And so they asked us, do you think we could pray that God would send kids to Grace Church? And so that was our mission. Every night at bedtime, we started praying that God would send kids to our church, and by the time the next preview service rolled around in December, I think we had four, and by the next one we had six, and it just kept multiplying until, it wasn't long until it felt like the kids outnumbered the adults. And in October, the following year, our church honored us for pastor appreciation, and in part of their presentation, they brought gifts to the boys, and they had some of the Sunday school kids bring these posters out and they had traced their little hands with their names inside the handprint and in big letters it said these are the hands that you prayed for
4: fast forward we had six months of monthly preview services and then may the 6th of 2018 uh, we launched a weekly service and so that's really how our church started and what we saw uh, is that god did god things as we were willing to take a step of faith and uh, really the, the story of Grace Church would not be a story uh, without the support of North American missions. We start this church and we knew that we had the support from churches just like yours. Uh, there were established churches all across North America that were giving to Christmas for Christ. And Christmas for Christ made the difference for Grace Church. Um, I'll never forget you know, what that was like to understand and to get the letter and know, hey, for the next 12 months we're going to get monthly support um, from, from established churches that gave in this sacrificial offering, uh, Christmas for Christ. And that is what allowed us to not just have a burden and a vision but really to – to, to put that into action. How do we buy the equipment? How do we buy all the stuff for portable church where we can roll in carts and, and, and turn a middle school auditorium into a worship facility? How do we turn these these middle school classrooms into Sunday school classrooms? Well, it's because people gave to Christmas for Christ. Uh, there's no way we are here without the support of people just like you. So if I could challenge you, I would just say this. I would. I would say this that there are other churches that are in the process of being started. There are other Grace Church stories just like ours, where people are finding, uh, they're finding hope, they're finding freedom from addiction. There are people whose lives are being transformed by the life giving power of God. That the Spirit of God is impacting hearts and lives all over North America. I can tell you at Grace Church that we are not just recipients of Christmas for Christ dollars. We have made it an effort as a church plant. We are going to be a giving church, and we want to be a part of what God is doing other places. We have picked up churches as, as partners. We have supported North American missionaries since we started our church. Our very first year, our first six months as a church, we gave 10,000 admissions and we have continued to give as a church. I think last year, our Christmas of Christ offering uh, from our church it was four years old uh, was almost $7,500. And we don't say that outside to say this that we believe in this. We have we have received from christmas for christ and so we want to also give to christmas for christ uh, when i told our church and explained to our church what we were doing we we're taking up this offering uh, and explained had it not been for the help of these other churches helping us we wouldn't even be here uh, and so for us now to have that full circle moment where we can in turn give and help someone else uh, is such a beautiful story and it's and we're thrilled that we can be part of the story that god's writing in north america from little elm texas hi my name is josh jungblood and my wife, Shelly, and I and our two boys, Mason and Landry, moved to Little Elm, Texas in 2017 to launch a brand new church, Grace Church.
6: Let's give God some hand praise. Come on, let's give God some hand praise. God is worthy for the praise and the, all the honor. We give God praise. Because listen, I'm walking in faith. This is faith that you're walking in right now. This building is a part of that project. All the the money that we give and the money we raise in NAM and the, the money we raise for Christmas for Christ, it all goes to the funding of a lot of these churches. Amen. 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 So um, we welcome you to Christ Center Church, where Christ is our central focus. If it's your first time, second time, um, could you raise your hand? First time, second time, third time in a place, in, in, in the house. <laughs> praise God. Praise God. We give God praise for that. Praise God. Praise God. So we reach you in the name of Jesus Christ. So um, just want to give our announcements. Now, we also, I wasn't, just want to mention, we have our um our envelopes and they are actually on the tree. Um these are um uh, again you'll see our nice envelopes Christmas for Christ. So again I, I want to be a blessing unto the Lord. Amen. Um if you missed this week um this Wednesday we had a a, a service about tithe and offering. So as you prepare your your tithes and offering um Again, we want to um, be able to give unto the Lord, Amen. This is a season of giving, Amen, Amen, Amen. Amen. So, uh, just a few announcements before we um, prepare your envelopes. Um, next Sunday, there will be no um, Sunday school. Um, service will begin at um, in the morning at ten thirty, and then we will come back in the evening. Uh, for our evening service at 10 p.m. Everybody say 10 p.m. Amen. And then immediately after, we will have breakfast in our fellowship hall. Amen? Amen. So also, um, our breakfast, again, everyone is um, is welcome. So if you have family and friends, immediately after service, we will have breakfast for our friends and family. We want to bring in the, the New Year's Rite. Amen. Amen. Also, if you want to donate anything to the um, breakfast, please see me. Um, Again, we don't turn down anything but our collars. Amen. (laughs) Praise God. (laughs) I don't turn down anything. Amen. (laughs) So praise God. So if you want to donate anything, please come see me after service. Um, In addition to that, we may need some servers if you want to serve. Um, again, um, you, um, just see me at the service. Amen. Amen. Let's all stand before the Lord before we, um, before we give unto the Lord. Um, and, the, the Bible says this, um, give and it shall be given unto you, um, good measure pressed down and shaken together running over shall men give unto your bosom for with the same measure. That he meet where all it, it shall be measured unto you again. God has a blessing already prepared for you. Amen. Amen. But I said this in our um, study, but God is preparing us for the blessing. Amen? Amen. Amen. So when we give, the Bible said don't give grudgingly. Don't give out of necessity. But when we give, we want to give unto the Lord. Amen. Amen. Anybody want a blessing in this place? I said, does anybody need a blessing? Amen. Amen. I need a double portion, a double. I need a blessing. Amen. So let's bow our heads in the name of Jesus Christ. God, we give you praise and honor and glory. Almighty God this day. I pray God that you would touch our hearts. Oh God. I pray God that you will open up the windows of heaven. That you will pour out, oh God, I pray, a blessing unto your people, oh God. I pray that you would touch our hearts, oh God. That you would allow us to give. I pray, God, that you, oh God, would touch us, oh God. Lord God, there are things in our lives, oh God, that needs to be touched by you. There are things, oh mighty God, that needs to be loosed by you. There's things, oh mighty God, that needs to be opened by you. And only you, God, can open those doors, oh God. Only you, God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, Lord God, do a mighty work, oh God, in us. And through us, oh God, as we give unto the Lord. Bless us, oh God, this day. In Jesus' we name we pray. Everybody say amen. Amen. Let's let's give unto the Lord, Amen.
0: To worship the Lord in His splendor, Jesus, we love you. Oh, how we love you! You are our hearts that we adore. We give Him thanks and glory. Let's continue to worship the Lord. It's Christmas. If you consider Christmas Sunday before Christmas Day tomorrow, let's give God a high praise for Him coming into this earth and for His mission to be accomplished at Calvary. And not only at Calvary, he took death and hell and took the keys to death, hell, and the grave. And said, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Let's lift up the name of Jesus this morning. Ah, we love you, Jesus. We thank you. We magnify you. We glorify you. There's a sweet spirit of worship in this place. Let's just continue to stand in your feet. If you want to stand, you can stand. You deserve all the glory. You deserve all the honor. This is a time that we shouldn't even force people to stand in in worship. If you know why you came here, you have no other purpose and choice because the breath that you're breathing is not yours. It's coming from Almighty God himself. And we will be grateful today. We will be thankful unto him. And we will bless his name. For the Lord is good. His mercies are everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, if you look at someone, just, just wave at them and say, praise the Lord. Thank you for coming. I know what's going on around here. I know probably maybe in the springtime, if we're saved, we can probably get together. Uh, Whatever is out there, we'll just keep it out there, but we will keep everyone safe in the house of God. For no other protection is to be than it is in the house of Almighty God. Praise the Lord. And we give God thanks for being here. Uh, you can just stand for one more quick moment. We give God thanks for what he's done. We are going to get to the word of God. We thank you for just coming. Some who are here on Friday night. It was a blessing, saints of God. Friday night was a blessing, a part of our Christmas banquet. We could put our hands together for that. It was just awesome to honor our pastor and his family and also seeing the saints of God, even those who are not a part of our assembly, was able to come together. It was just beautiful to see most of us who are here. And I give God thanks for you, even to be here on this Sunday. I give God thanks. Um, I am blessed to be alive. I am married for two years, and I give God thanks for that. My wedding anniversary was on Friday. So uh, <laughs> I'm happy about that, and uh, my wife is here finally for good. <laughs> and uh, I give God thanks for the prayers of the saints that allowed us to be here. It's been a very much a eventful two years. I mean, the miles that we put—I'm telling you—we could have gone cross-country based on the miles we had put, because she's actually from Jamaica slash Canada slash here now. Uh, so it's been a eventful—I mean—turn of events for the past two years for her. And, um, give God thanks for my sister-in-law who's also here, but they couldn't make it today, but give God thanks. We'll be here next, next Sunday. Most of us will be here. Our pastor, uh, his family, the Scarlets, a lot of our saints that are on the way, uh, on R and R. We give God thanks for them and we give God thanks. They put our hands together for our pastor and his wife and all the saints that are here who are labored. I tell you, everyone deserves, I'm telling you, I give God praise for each and everyone who have served in this church. We have put the effort into this uh, this sanctuary and to this church. And I'm telling you, 2023 is a a highlight of your life. It should be a highlight of your life and say, man, I can look back at 2023 and say, man, God has been good. Ah, God, he's been faithful. So let's go into the word of God. Uh, We believe that God is going to speak to us today. It is uh, considerably as the world acknowledges, uh, not just these shores, of north america but the world acknowledges its christmas season and consider christmas eve not everyone uh celebrates christmas but a majority of the world does acknowledge in a sense of christmas itself in some kind of fashion um and we acknowledge that of course uh jesus the savior according to matthew 118 he came to seek and to save that which was lost and um the Bible says, you shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. That's Matthew 1.18. And we're going to read, uh, actually we're going to do a, a different um, segue. I don't know why the Lord was talking to me about this, it's my pastor, which I honor him for this place, because I said, man, okay, what's going on, pastor? Uh, this is Christmas Sunday. I should not be in the pulpit. But giving God thanks for all that he's done, uh, we're going to go into the book of Job, chapter 2, verse 9 and 10. And um, I have a story to tell you, inform you. Um, We should be very brief, prayerfully. If you pray, God will get the glory. We have a baptismal tank available. We are not negating from that, even though it's a time of festivities and time of celebration. We will baptize you in Jesus' wonderful name. And you can have a special Christmas gift by receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost, if you just believe, if you have faith first. Have faith, believe, and just open your mouth. Repent of your sins, but open your mouth because God wants to fill you with His Spirit and give you the precious gift that He's given to the world. Let's read uh, uh, Job chapter two, verse nine and verse ten. Bible reads as thus: Then said his wife, Then said he, his wife unto him. Dost thou still retain thine integrity? Curse God and die. Verse ten. But he said unto her, thou speakest as one of the foolish women speaketh. What? Shall we receive good at the hand of God? And shall we not receive evil? In this day not Job oh sorry, in all this day on all this did not Job sin with his lips. Also in the book of uh, Job 1, verse 22, I'll read in your hearing. And all this Job sinned not, nor charged God foolishly. You may be seated in God's presence. The theme and thought today we're going to focus on the wish, from wish to reality. From wish to reality. Today I would like to share some uh, of a story of a young boy growing up in a Pentecostal apostolic church. Now it seems as if it's a common scenario from the standpoint of the journey of one's life navigating and meandering through adolescence into maturity, seeing the ups and downs of where their life has taken them, always to know that through the process it was God that was at work at every crossroad in their life now. This is not to make an example of one growing up and being exposed in truth, separating them as better than those who have not been, quite frankly, our stories can relate. Those who have not been exposed or been raised in the church. But when we get into the pitfalls and the dark places of our choices, we kind of similarly uh, have similar experiences. The story opens up when this young boy life is exposed to nothing but the house of God. It is of, uh, it is of from the womb where he hears the sounds of the drum, beaten and the clapping of hands, and the playing of the guitar swinging side to side of the movement, and his mother's womb swaying back and forth after hearing the sounds of music in the church. It was at a young age was he was exposed to long nights, and long hours hearing the saints pray and hearing the word preached, not understanding what the connection between the God that is preached and the life he was born into. It was this, these choices that he contemplated back and forth if it's something that he wanted to accept and receive as a moment where prophecy went forth over his life saying, that he should become one day a preacher or etc and being heard that this boy didn't understand what was the trajectory of his life that it should become as of his eyes was on the other places influence on other places his eyes was on other places influenced by the present world influenced by the surrounding circles would you hang out hang for less to mention when he went to sec- secular school he appeared as if he was intentionally of not being an example, but hiding from, very, from the very light that he had possessed. That it was to shine forth, but it didn't make sense because much of his beliefs caused his peers to look at him awkward, to look at him as if, who is he? Why is he so different? I can't pinpoint the reason why he doesn't become like one of us. It was hard for him identifying what was the purpose of you being different from the rest to try to fit in. In many cases that he can sometimes it failed miserably when he tried to fit in because it was he running away from God. He was running away from the call of God. He was running away because he felt as if he didn't fit in that he wouldn't be accepted by others by his very peers. Yet it was in moments of tragedy or moments of almost tragedy that a fatal accident could could easily took him out Uh, one day to understand that he could not only hear the voice of God. His concern was that his life would have been taken away sooner than he thought. Through the examples of his parents and elders of the church, he sought to be reared and molded in a way which they believed it was what they desired from the young person at times to boyhood would uh, could could he could have gone away with some point. He began to question why there were so many rules and so many tra- different traditions. But yet I he could not understand the very God that they worshipped because these labels set upon him. He had no connection because of the exterior elements That was indoctrinated in his thoughts, which caused him to reject the desire to fulfill with others, had expectations of him. God, because he didn't know he could ever have a relationship with God, he never talked to him. All this time, all these events that occurred, the Lord had spared his life from an accident, from being hospitalized for having a stomach illness that he could have yet lost his life at uh, his bedside losing um, fluid, and he had been pumped IVs. And it's, God had to store his health, and at 11 or 12, he got again sick, he, got, he was sick with a stomach flu that took almost the very breath out of him. He was hooked up with IVs, he was hooked up by machines, etc. And he was so scared for his life that he thought his life would have been lost at 11 or 12 years old. One would think that traveling so many times from services to services and conferences after conferences, conventions after another convention, man, he tried to have some little free time of athletics and sporting uh, uh, moments where he was very active in basketball, football, to name a few. But his parents also see that it wasn't the importance of basketball and football that was, should be of his attention. It should be on loving God. It should be on serving God. It's being saved. Saints of God, I come to tell you that this kid traditionally didn't have the life like others that had the times in which he would have fun and had times in which he would play in a way which he felt free. But saints of God, I know for a fact that this young boy he turned out to be something that his parents could look back and say, hey, facing the challenges and the battles of peer pressure was yet worth him knowing that it was all about his soul being saved. It wasn't perfect. It wasn't perfect. It was a situation that he had to decide within himself which path he was going to choose. Today we're living in a day where people have so many choices, so many different outlooks, and so many different outcomes That sometimes God is put somewhere at some point of their journey. But one day this boy came to a juncture of his life. And here's the climax of this story where he had a choice where he was not going to yet turn. He was going to turn to God or if he did not turn to God, he would lose his life in a moment. Story culminates here an apparent reason where at a moment in his life, he had to sit and think and ponder what was it? he was called to do. Why was the hand of God wanting to work on his life? Why are these certain occurrences never came about that it could end his life? But he decided to say, hey, I'm going to give God a chance. I'm going to give God an opportunity to work in my life. He then thought of the times at which he saw the, the, the drums being played and the singing and the clapping of hands and People and the word being preached with conviction, he began to ponder and say, Wait, is this real? Is this for real? Is this something that he could live for? Well, it took a summer time or a summer moment where he witnessed, after growing and seeing all these occurrences, it was one summer on the month of August where they used to call back in the day in the old church, they used to call tarrying services. How many heard about tarrying services before? Where back in the day, tearing service where all those who didn't have the Holy Ghost was given an assignment to yet say you're going to get the Holy Ghost this week somehow and some way. We're believing God for an outpouring of his spirit. And it took that time. It, it, it took, an, it, as uh, some people will use the phrase, it's just a phrase called an epiphany moment where he said, well, I just might as well yet consider to try this time. He tried uh, to experience the baptism and receiving the Holy Ghost many times before. But unfortunately, with all hardness and heart, all his desires was poured out by saying the words Jesus repetitively or hallelujah repetitively. It never came. He never came forth. It came through and speaking another tongue. But it took this one summer in 2004 where he witnessed at the altar service, growing up, seeing people tarrying, people yet seeking God for the move of God to work, at their house, work in their lives. It felt like in those moments like the day of Pentecost. At the upper room experience where they were all sitting in one accord in one place and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled all the house there where they were sitting. We were just yet so anticipating to see the move of God at work in our hearts. We were so yet desiring that God will work a miracle within our hearts we were so desiring we wanted nothing more but yet to see and feel the glory of god at work in our hearts but it took that one summer day on august the 26 2004 where the trajectory of his life changed forever that very week his desires and his decisions began to change this young man began to seek the Lord like never before. This young man began to read the book of Acts like he would never read it before. He continued to read and read and read until he knew for a fact that he knew the promise of the Holy Ghost would come but he did not know how he would come but he was yet in preparation. He was at seeking for the gift of God. Saints of God. Many times we look at this world today. Some, some of us set our eyes on Christmas even in the month of July. I was so looking forward to what was to come because it would always give you a highlight of the toys and all the things that I desired even in the summer of that very year. And I would get called and speak to my parents and say, Mom and Dad, I want this particular item for Christmas. Can you do it for me? I had a Christmas list myself. I had a specific desire that I want and if it was there on Christmas morning, I can remember one time Related to this boy, I remember seeing Christmas come so early that under a Christmas tree, I saw what I wanted and I began to run around the house. I began to rejoice and give God thanks because my parents honored their requests. But look at this scripture in, or look at this situation in 2004. This young boy had experienced yet the gift that he was so seeking for. He was seeking for a different type of gift. This gift wasn't just tangible. This gift would change the trajectory of his life. And it was the move of the Holy Ghost. You couldn't buy it. You couldn't buy it off of some Saks Fifth Avenue. You couldn't yet purchase it with a credit card. You cannot purchase it with a down payment. This came from of above. This came from beyond this life. This came from Jesus himself. And this gift is available for you today. In 2004, he sought the Lord. And when he experienced something like he never did before, he wished all things, he set aside all things. He put everything that his heart's desire, whether it be was basketball, whether it be was football, he wanted nothing more but the move of the Holy Ghost to be at work in his life. He was concerned about going to the move, going to high school the same very year, and he said if he didn't have the Holy Ghost before he get to high school, he wouldn't know where his life would be. Saints of God, I want to know, I want to know if someone has that desire today that it would take anything. That was for them to seek the Lord even at the cost of their own lives. That anything else wouldn't matter but receiving the Holy Ghost as the gift of God in their life would be so important, so vital that they would never even think else, anything else they wanted at that moment in time. This young man was seeking God. He was desperately seeking the Lord to see God move in his life. And I came to let you know today on that Thursday night at an old fasting service prayer meeting something inside of him began to tremble when he went into that church he witnessed something that he never witnessed before he looked very different he yet took a seat at the second bench if you look at this church it will be like a second row of this church per se and he was sitting there and he was sitting there the story says when he began to stand up he began to say, see something different within his spirit. He began to see so many different things in the spirit realm like he'd never witnessed before. Saints of God, it was real to him. It became a reality to him. What was he hoping and seeking God for? It was going to come to pass. He didn't know how he was going to come, but he had enough faith to believe that he was going to come. And when the Holy Ghost began to yet be in the round the, the church and people began to seek the Lord, he stood upon his own feet. Not even touching an altar, but uh, at that moment he began to feel something stirring in his stomach. It was like a it was like a force. It was like a, a a intersection. It was like two magnetic forces coming together that he would never experience. It's as if a pregnant woman hearing the announcement that she has something in her in her belly to deliver, and it was something that was had to be yet released. And it was so deep inside of him, he. He began to tremble. He began to hold the first set of rows of the, of the, of the, of actually was a bench of rows. And when he began to hold the rows, he began, he began to stood and hold the seats in front of him. He began to close his eyes and he began to shake and began to shake and he began to shake. All of a sudden he didn't realize what happened. He ended up on the floor. When he ended up on the floor, all he knew was the voice of someone saying, he got it, he got it. He began to speak in other tongues. He began to speak as the Spirit of God gives the utterance. Well, I come to encourage you today, as we end and close this message in a brief moment. That young boy's story was significant, that yet it will cost his life to be never the same. Yes, he had struggles. Yes, he did backslide. Yes, he was in the church and doing some things he shouldn't be doing. Yes, it was of, the, of, of his responsibility to yet live for God, but yet was doing things that he shouldn't be doing. Yes, he had failures. Yes, he had struggles. Yes, he still is having some issues sometimes, but he understood that God was never yet let, he was never yet not faithful to him. He was knowing that God was always with him. Even when I failed him, even when he transgressed, God's hand was still upon his life. And I come to encourage you saints of God. That young boy that I'm talking about is the one that is speaking to you today. All the struggles, all the pain that he experienced, the disappointment, People talking about him. People scandalizing him. People thinking that he wasn't good enough. Uh, He's standing before you today. And I come to encourage saints of God that this Christmas Sunday can change the trajectory of your life if you would turn your wish to a reality. From a desire to receive the Holy Ghost. From one week of seeking God. Entertaining the presence of God. Seeking the word of God. Hallelujah. Meditating on his presence. Being like a tree planted by the rivers of water. That shall bring forth fruit in this season. He was seeking to bear fruit. And that the fruit may remain. he never experienced this before. And I come to encourage you saints of God. Don't let 2023 end on a note that you have not received a free gift. This gift cannot be bought. This gift cannot be manufactured. This gift cannot be manipulated. It's a free gift, freely given. You shall receive it freely. I know, saints of God, many of you feel as if you're bound by your problems, bound by your struggles, bound by depression, bound by being overwhelmed. But I come to encourage you today that you need to be set your mind free, free from all the worries of life free from all the cares of life it's encouraged to us this year that the scriptures say we should cast our cares upon the Lord. For he careth for you. Saints of God, that very week, every casting of his cares that young man experienced was cast to the Lord. He never built with the problems of anxiety, problems of low self-esteem, the problems of, 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 of things that he could not yet min- uh, interpret. But it was all resolved in one week. It was resolved by one prayer. It was resolved by one seeking God's face. And saints of God, the Holy Ghost will not yet force you, but he will yet be nudge. He will cause himself to say, I am willing to make myself available if those who will yet seek my face. Those who allow themselves to yet entertain my presence. The reason why God may not want to outpour his presence, not that he cannot, but because if he does not see an atmosphere that entertains his presence... uh, He will yet not yet fulfill his desired will in that atmosphere because he must be glorified in all things, saints of God. I come to encourage you today that your wish can become a reality. Your wish doesn't have to be a long list of things. Your wish doesn't have to be things that you can't even think or attain, but this reality of the Holy Ghost is available to all that will seek him. The Bible says, Seek ye the Lord, while ye may be down. Call ye upon him while he is near. You not to know that you must live This life not by your own strength. uh, But you must live this life by the strength of God. And the strength of God comes through the infilling of the Holy Ghost. Uh, This gift of the Holy Ghost is not something to be taken lightly. The gift of the Holy Ghost should not be taken as a moment when you feel good in a service. Uh, The Holy Ghost is the very presence of God. Uh, It is Christ in you. uh, The hope of glory. Uh, This Christmas today. Uh, you can receive the Holy Ghost. Uh, I know you had a long list of desires. Uh, maybe an iPad. Maybe a new t- a, a new cell phone. Uh, maybe something that you look forward to utilizing. Uh, something that you saw that you needed from Amazon or any other uh, outlet. Uh, you may have went into a brick and mortar store uh, and you saw something that you wanted to purchase today. Uh, you wanted to purchase it for your holiday gift. Uh, but today. Today, 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 uh, while we're in the atmosphere and the sanctuary of God, uh, I present to you uh the greatest gift that one could ever yet imagine and feel: uh, a gift that will comfort you when you're low, uh, a gift that will speak to you, life to you uh when you're hurting, uh, a gift that wants to make available in your life, uh, a gift that wants to call you into his work, uh, a gift that wants to use you uh, to deliver your family. Uh, a gift that wants to cause you to stand before nations, uh, stand before people that want to say all things uh, and love them at the same time. Uh, the gift of the Holy Ghost is something that you need uh, for you to access to from earth to glory. Uh, it is so imperative now uh, that the Holy Ghost must be preached uh, because this world is not getting better. Uh, it's getting worse uh, and you need something, uh, not a feel good message. Uh, Not a self-help group. uh, Not a storytelling story. uh. You need an experience of the power and the presence of of the Holy Ghost at work in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to read a scripture to you that is very prevalent today. I know I read this book of Job. Job was a wealthy man. It is said in history that it possibly Job could be a cousin to Abraham. His brother was Nahor. And the scripture says he was, Job was a man from the land of Uz. Uz was a part, or is a part, if you look at in terms of geography-wise, it's in the eastern part of Arabia. So they associate potentially, not accurately, but he could be a descendant of Abraham, per se, or that family tree. But it's pretty unknown about Job's story. He was an unknown character, unknown person. Sometimes your story is unknown. You come to church thinking that, man, it seems as if everybody know my no, not everybody knows your situation, what you're going through. Not everyone knows that the times you cried this year on your bedside. No one ever knows the story that when you had when you couldn't pay that bill, and you looked at the God and said, Man, how can I not do this, God? Can you help me? Can you send someone to favor me? God understands whatever you go through. God knows every situation that goes on in your life. You are not taken for granted by God. You may not be known, you may be unknown like Job, because there wasn't really an author. There was not someone yet subscribed to his story. But everyone has a Job situation at some point. You may think that you had everything, and one day you lose everything. It seemed as if life was so good. Life was so easy. I have children. I have a house. I have a car. I have things. I have things to back up on. But it seemed like one moment uh, the lord allowing satan to yet touch him Uh, he said no touch not touch him but allow to yet have his way in his life Uh, he couldn't touch him but he could have access to him and that one moment became a situation where he had to look back and say man what has gone of my life why has everything fall upon me he did everything right. He sacrificed. He, he yet laid at the altar. He even sacrificed on behalf of his children. I want you to set you those saints of God that you may have children that may be wayward, but don't give up on your children. No. Don't give up on those who yet God gave you to yet, yet bring to life. Don't ever yet feel as if your kid cannot be turned around. Don't ever feel as if that life itself has caused so much damage and so much waywardness in my life that I can't make a turn or change and see a change in my family. Job was at that crossroads in his life where lost he lost everything. He lost his seven sons, his three daughters, because they did not yet regard God. And because a whirlwind came, he losing everything. It seemed as if everything fall. On his face, he feels as if he was a failure. He even have his wife to curse, say, hey, You might as well curse the God that you say you're sacrificing to because he hasn't heard you but he said you speak as a foolish woman he said naked i came yet in this life and naked i shall return the lord give it and the lord take it away that's something that you have to hold on to you saints of god he never had the holy ghost but you you can have of the holy ghost experience today don't let 2023 into 2024 Go about your life living by your own strength. Because if you think you can live life with your own strength, you may see a different outcome that you thought you would. The only outcome your life is yet secured is when God's presence is encapsulating, it's fulfilling His mandate in your life. You need His presence. It's not an option. You need His presence. You need the experience of refreshing. You need to experience a time when you don't know what to pray for. The Bible said the Spirit of God will make intercession for you. He will yet give you ability and groanings uh, that you cannot even express because that comes from a place uh, that your natural mind cannot understand. Uh, it, it's the Spirit of God that takes control in those moments when your heart is overwhelmed. Uh, I see so many people come today, uh, coming to God haphazardly. But I come to tell you, saints of God, he is not short that his arm cannot rescue you. it's time for you to take the lifeboat, uh, life saver, and hold on to the horns uh, of that life saver. Uh, it's time for you to let, stretch out and reach out your arms of faith uh, and say, "God, I'm holding on to you. Uh, I know that life has hit me hard, uh, but I can rest assured uh, that your presence, said you shall never leave me, uh, nor forsake me." Uh, this is a time where people can lose faith in, in life uh, because. All things sometimes may not go well. They may have family members that have deserted them. They may have people that have left them, and they're all alone. But, saints of God, I come to encourage you that this young man, the story that I share with you, he's still all alone alone one time in his life being talked about, uh, being laughed on, uh, thinking that it was only he having the issue. Uh, but he realized to himself that, that it was not just those things coming against him because he had sinned, because he had done wrong. It's because God was trying to get his attention. Will you make room for me? With your wishes, can, it be, can I make it a reality? And that wish became a reality on that one day. That he decided to say, I'm going to forsake all things for God to be at work in your life. You've got to be willing to say, listen, if I'm going to yet serve God, I have to forsake all things. Amen. I said, I have to forsake all things. If I want to be a disciple of and a follow maker... A disciple maker of Christ. i got to be willing to decide. I have to make a choice. I have to make a decision. It's not easy sometimes. Because when things are in front of you. You feel as if that's just the current moment. That's just the thing I have to face and tackle. But you have to understand saints of God. That you're not fighting alone. Too many people thinking that they're fighting alone in this life. Your choices will cause you to determine that you're fighting alone. But I come to tell you that the Lord himself. The Lord himself had made the Holy Ghost, in the Greek it's called a paraclete, a helper. He's come to help you. He's come to comfort you. He's come to restore your strength. Restore the things that you felt you lost. Today, today, let your wish become a reality. You have to seek him. Just like you sought for that thing. That your heart's desire. You see, I'm going to share this with you. Sometimes your wants can be stronger than a need. I said your times, your wants can be stronger than a need. Some things that you think you need, you turn it into a want. But yet sometimes your wants itself can always not always be a need. It's just something that goes beyond what you feel that can sustain you. I come to encourage you saints of God. The desire of the Holy Ghost must be something that you want. Because if you want something, you will do whatever it takes to seek the Lord, to experience his presence, to experience his name being put over you. That's the desire of salvation. He said, listen, if any man should come after me, deny yourself, take up your cross, follow me. But in taking up your cross, I'm showing you. That the more you stay with me, the more I'm showing you, the more I'm molding you, I'm making you, I'm making, I'm, co- I'm causing the things that was in your life that used to hell hold you hostage, used to cause you to be wayward, cause you to be uh, 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 confused, wayward to be as if you don't understand what direction you're going. The more you continue to take up the cross of Christ, He began to show more of Himself in your life. And that's for some of you today. God wants to reveal himself for you in 2024. In a way that you never experienced that you ever experienced before. Have a decision and desire to make up a list in your life. A spiritual context that you would not yet rest until that very thing is fulfilled in your walk. When you make a decision that you will not rest until the very desires of God is manifested in your life. Today, today, if you should hear his voice, harden not your heart. I want to read you a scripture in the book of First Corinthians chapter 10, verses 12 and 13. It says, Wherefore, let him that thinketh, he standeth, take heed, lest he fall. Therefore, or there had no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful. Here we go. Who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you are able, but with the same temptation also make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it? That scripture basically says the Holy Ghost will make a way of escape for you. The Holy Ghost will make a way of an out, an outlet. He will not cause the doors or cause the situation to come up on you. But he'll make sure you get an exit way if he wants the desire to see you saved. He will seek that your life will be restored. He can't avoid that You can't avoid the temptation. But if you yield your life and allow the Holy Ghost to be at work, the temptation will not overtake you. Temptation is not sin. But if you yield it to temptation, it becomes sin. But having the Holy Ghost will cause you that exit door. You see the word exit? It's like a door. It's an opening. I've been there because I failed walking through that door, saints of God. I'm not preaching to you as if I'm, I'm preaching like I don't have an experience. I can tell you I failed God. Yes. Sometimes you see me all excited and exuberant, but that's a failure sometimes. Yes. He yet sinned against God. Yes. He transgressed against God. But I'm so glad for God's justification. For whom the Lord he did foreknew, to them he called. And whom he called, he also justified. I'm justified because he is righteous. Your righteousness didn't get to where you are. It's because of his righteousness. Causes you to be here on this Christmas Eve. Today, today, as we look unto him. Who is going to help us to get over through this dark and treacherous year. Some of you, it's been a, I'm telling you, this year has been a hurting year. Some of you experienced some things that you want to share with no one. But I come to tell you, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that when you look at pack of this year and all that you experienced, all the disappointments, all the trials and all the circumstances that you have gone through, don't let 2020-2023 define you for the rest of your life. Don't let the rest of this year determine, define you for where your future is headed. Because I'm telling you, saints of God, it's a glorious future. It's a glorious future. Yes, I'm speaking spiritually. Uh, because when you are part of the kingdom of God, when you are born of water and of the spirit, uh, it's not going to get easy. But when you are part of the kingdom of God, it's a glorious future. Because he's coming back uh, for a glorious church. Uh, not having our spot nor or any such thing i come to encourage you saints of god that you can be a part uh, of this glorious future uh, you can look at yourself and say listen uh, i've had some struggles i had some disappointments yes i failed god in many different ways uh, i may have not been dedicated and committed to serving god faithfully this past year uh, i may have yet slipped sometimes of reading my reading my word i may have slipped sometimes not joining on prayer at 5 a.m uh, I may have slipped sometimes, uh, not dedicated coming to the house of God. I may have slipped sometimes uh, that I was not yet focusing my attention on the Lord, but I come to encourage you with a word from God today that your wish can be a reality, uh, that your desires that you have that is inside of you, uh, that you don't know how it will manifest. Uh, You have to have faith in God uh, to believe that, faith in him that uh, will make every wish a reality in your future uh, if you have not experienced god's presence as you heard others have uh, if you've not experienced god's move in your life uh, as you so desire uh, today 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 uh, i am crying out to you saints of god uh, as someone with a voice uh, that may be fading uh, but i'm lifting up my voice uh, as a cry and a shout unto god uh, that today if you hear the voice of God uh, let it not harden your heart uh, make a decision today uh, receive his presence uh, receive the gift of the Holy Ghost uh, the gift does not have to be worked for, uh, it's freely given, uh, it was paid in full at Calvary, uh, it was at the cross, uh, at the cross, uh, I first saw the light uh, and the burdens of my heart uh, rolled away, it was there by faith Uh, i was once blind Uh, but now but now uh, my eyes can be opened uh, to knowing that the greatest gift that was given to humankind uh, was jesus christ Uh, and when jesus christ was in this world uh, he did good and what he did was uh, that he took the sins of my life uh, took the pain the penalty of my sins uh, took the guilt of my sins and and he hung upon a cross hallelujah He took the burnt offering. He took the peace offering. He took the meal offering. He did everything and he fulfilled it in one time. He yet died and he died once. And when he died once, he rose. He rose, saints of God. Jesus rose. I come to tell Satan, Jesus is alive and well. Jesus is alive and well. Jesus rose from the dead. And he said, all power is given unto me. Both in heaven and in earth, I have the keys I have given my church keys that whatever they shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. the only way you can bind things you have to have the Holy Ghost you have to have the spirit of, God. you have to have the Spirit of God and work in your life for this promise for this promise. Is unto you and unto your children. 2024. Even when our pastor is not here, I can feel the spirit of God upon. I feel the burden of his desire. That a great outpouring of his presence uh, will be manifested like never before in this area and it will start through Christ in the church. I want to say it again. Y'all didn't hear me. I said, I believe that in a great outpouring of his presence, a restoration of people, a restoration of the lost, the restoration of those who are confused, the restoration of those who have been hurt, who have been dealing with pain. Saints of God, let's get ready. Let's be prepared. There are some people who are in painful situations. They're in painful situations, saints of God. And it takes a church. Not one person. It takes a church. It takes a people that desires the spirit of God to move from row to row. To move from the foyer to the nursery room. To move to the kala messiah. To move from the nursery room to the parking lot. That when they turn onto Fort Tennis Court. Hallelujah. The holy presence of God. Uh, they may come sad. Crying in tears. Sister cook. Uh, they may be ready to. Oh God. Needing a, a Kleenex to wipe off the tears from their eyes. Uh, but when they turn into this church. And they experience the greeter stand at the door. they uh, understand They can say. God. I can feel your presence up in here. Uh, I was once sad. I was once hurting. uh, But I feel something that I can't feel from Monday to Saturday. Uh, I know that, God, when I see the assembling together of people of like-minded faith, uh, they can pour into me when I can't pour into my own self. Uh, I need somebody in here today that can believe God, that God's presence... uh, God's anointing is upon this church. This church is a powerful church. This church is filled with the presence of the Holy Ghost. And this promise is unto you and to your children and to your children's children if you believe god stand with me if you want more of god come to this altar if you need the holy ghost come to this altar if you need to be baptized come to this altar you can be saved you can be restored you can be renewed the holy ghost is here hallelujah hallelujah don't be afraid it's a gift just open your heart Repent of your sins. Open your spirit. If you need a refreshing, come down here. That load on, you're carrying. Your load you're carrying. He said, He said that load you're carrying. He wants you to lay down that load. Lay down that burden. Lay it down. And let my presence fill your life. Let my anointing fill your life. Some of you have not been praying for an encounter with God. Don't allow what you haven't done. Interfere with what's going to come to you right now. If you don't have an understanding of what's going on, come to this altar. If you come close, something will touch you. Something will anoint you. Marta. Yes, Lord, an outpouring of His presence. Those who are hungry, those who are thirsty. Those who are ready to receive his gift. That the gift will not just be a gift only. It will become a reality. Hallelujah. 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 I don't care if you're young, old. If you don't have his experience, you, you need his experience. You need his presence. You need the power of God to be at work in your life. Hallelujah. Let your gift of God flow let the gift of god be given hallelujah you got to believe you got to believe i hear the sound i hear god's sound hallelujah don't be afraid you're right where you need to be hallelujah 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 just make yourself available to god open your mind open your spirit repent in your heart repent of your sins say you're sorry god for all the things i have done but in my brokenness in my brokenness his strength is a perfect in your weakness hallelujah 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 i know you're sitting there if you feel intimidated by sis not coming in the altar. At the very seat where you're sitting or where you're standing. Make an altar where you're standing right there. Come on open your heart to the Lord. You don't have to feel God's presence at this juncture. But wherever you stand, if you open your heart to God. Hallelujah. God will do it. God will do it. God will do it. Hallelujah. I'm stressed out. I'm overwhelmed. And when your heart is overwhelmed, When you're stressed out. When you don't know what direction you have to go. My God, the Holy Ghost is what you need. It's who you need to get through this world. He's overcome the world. I said He has overcome the world. I said the Lord has overcome the world. So be of good cheer. He has overcome it. Hallelujah. 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 Touch those who are here. Hallelujah. 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 2024 is going to be different. It can happen in your life today. Yes, Lord. Let your wish become a reality. Let your wish become a life-changing moment. Let it change the trajectory of your future. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, just open your mouth. Yes, you're here at the altar for the Holy Ghost to outflow and pour in you. Your mouth has to be open so that God will feel His words in your mouth. Hallelujah. Lord, have mercy. God, I thank you. God, I thank you. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, I hear the sound of heaven Come on, yes, somebody is crying Yes, sister, yes, sister Yes, sister, receive his presence Receive his presence Yes, receive his presence Yes, I'm seeing us Yes, sister, yes, sister Hallelujah Hallelujah
3: Hallelujah
0: Yes, Lord Yes, Lord Hallelujah Glory Glory to God Glory to God, sister. Glory to God. Glory to God. Yes, Lord. Yes. Yes, his presence on you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some of you have been burdened for too long. Some of you have been, for, for too long, you've been carrying this load. Come on, take the load off of you. Take the load off of you. This message is for myself, but it's also for you. It's for you, it's for, you. It's for us. Hallelujah 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 some of you want to stressfully the holy ghost is a stressfully it's better than a massage it's better than a spa if you have the gift of god in you you can conquer every devil every giant everything that wants to hold you hostage yes the power of the presence of god
3: Hallelujah!
0: hallelujah Hallelujah! Come on, a few more minutes. We're way early than time. You can go home and have your Christmas Eve and Christmas festivities, but well, let's let's honor the Lord today. Let's honor the Lord with the gift of His presence. What a gift! What a gift! What a gift! Let's cherish His presence. Hallelujah! In the name of Jesus, receive ye the Holy Ghost. Receive. Hallelujah. 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 If you have not received even an acceptance of his name being poured on you or spoken over you in baptism, today is the day. Let not this day come by and that you are not put on his name. That's another gift you can receive. Putting on the name of Jesus. Putting the name of Jesus on your life. Your investment is eternal, not temporal. It's eternal in heaven anyone that's here and that's not yet been baptized in the name of jesus christ if you can identify yourself if you lift your hands if you want to be saved and want to be baptized today we have our pool is ready our ministers are here hallelujah come on put on jesus name you for you to enter the kingdom of god you have to put the name on you you have to have his name upon you hallelujah his name his name his name his name yes sister Come on, let's believe God today. Hallelujah. 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 What a God we serve. What a God we serve. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a day. What a God we serve. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I love this church. I love where the future of this church is going. And I believe God is going to use many people who were considered outcasts, whether they were outcasts in their family. Where they were considered a black sheep or someone that was a, a, a mischievous. Someone that they couldn't trust. Trust me, the story of Jacob is going to be fulfilled in many of your lives. And your name is going to be changed from Jacob to Israel. Because if you take on Jesus' name, if you get filled with the empowerment of the Spirit, God will cause you to do things you could never imagine. That wish that you think, that you thought when you saw others do, it can become your reality. Hallelujah. I want you to be encouraged today. I need you to know that God loves you. Your wish just Christmas morning, or Christmas Eve morning, can become a reality. God bless you. 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 I'm going to extend it one more time. If anyone wants to be, give their life to the Lord in repentance and confession of their sins before this, before the congregation, but yet not only that, before God, if you want to give your life to the Lord and be saved and be baptized in his name, repent of your sins and turn your life to the Lord. You better, hey, saints of God, it happened to me at eight years old. And I've never, listen, I wanted to turn back as I said the story here. Did all kind of things behind my parents' back. Did every single thing. It might as well, I was out there. I was just in the house. You can be out. You can be outside but still in the house. I said, you can be outside, but still in the house. And it was never detected. Never detected. I just, I I don't know. But saints of God, I'm thankful that I'm not living off of somebody else's salvation. I've come to experience him for myself. And I'm telling you, he's the greatest decision. You're going to have some struggles. Yes. You're going to sin again, even if you get saved. Listen, we're not delivered in this body. We're saved in the time in which he calls us when we go up. We are are saved when we go up. But the way you can only go up is if you have His Spirit. And without the Spirit of God, you're none of His. If you do not, if you have not, listen, the Holy Ghost is not just a tongue. It's the evidence. It's the evidence. But the power of God unto salvation is the walk we have with God. And you're going to have some struggles. But let you know, be of good cheer. The world is overcome because the presence of God is inside of you. And if you allow his presence to lead you, trust me, go through it. Go through it. God bless you. Let's pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you, Father, for this day that you allowed us to be here. Thank you for this, uh, your, your, your presence being uh, fulfilled in this atmosphere. We thank you for what you've spoken. God, encourage the heart of these people. Let them be empowered by your presence as they go home and as they they enjoy the christmas eve and christmas day festivities and as we prepare ourselves for the new year's eve and the new year's eve sunday and the new year's eve sunday night watch night service god let there be a burden let this week be a different week for those who said without god your presence doing something in my life i want a promise being fulfilled by watch night service let it be manifested by the time i come back here next sunday by next Sunday morning, if I should allow if the Lord will tarry. God bless each and every one of us in our going and in our coming. God, we thank you for their presence. Thank you for all that you've done. God bless those who are not present here. Cover our pastor, his family, but a scarlet sister, Scarlet, all those who are with him, those who are yet present, not present here, the Haskers, the Jimenez, the Shaws, all the families, even my wife and my sister-in-law, cover each and every saint that was not able to make it to this service. And I thank God for everyone who is here. God, send a blessing upon these saints. In Jesus' name, we thank you. Amen and amen. You may be dismissed in Jesus' name. God bless you. God bless you. Merry Christmas Eve. God bless you.